Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's What People Do. You are joined by me, Ryan McGowan, and as always, James K. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, Ryan. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, it is New Year's Eve um, for everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> is it? It is. It is. Uh, I always enjoy doing these because they're uh, they're all, always out of sync and I never get used to it. Uh, no, it is New Year's Eve. Um, so uh, for everyone else, I hope you've had a fantastic Christmas, whatever it is you did, whether you hung out with family, uh, hung out alone, hung out with pals, got drunk, got high, whatever you did. Uh, I hope you <laughs> enjoyed it. Um, and I hope you got absolutely sport rotten. Um, James, what did you get everyone for Christmas? No, you can't tell everyone yet. <laughs> oh, wait, we can. I even though... They will have opened it by now. Yeah, exactly. um, you don't have to tell me. I'm like, it's all, it's all, it's all, no, it's all very mundane. It's just a lot of alcohol. There's a lot of alcohol in my My presence. brother asked for Japanese whiskey, expecting me to get like cheap one, but I bought him like the highest percentage Japanese whiskey I could possibly find just to try and ruin his life a little bit, and the bottle's really nice. Wow, because your brother's a Japanophile, isn't he? He's been a couple times. He is, yeah. I yeah. am desperate to go to Japan one day, so um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, just so I want to tell everyone, um, join the Patreon <laughs> <laughs> so we could go to Japan. Uh, right, so, yes, I, like I said, I hope you've had a fantastic Christmas. Um, uh, you've got New Year still to go, so I hope whatever you're doing tonight, um, you enjoy that too. Uh, I hope you're going to have an absolutely fantastic time, because I know that we will. Um, what are you doing for New Year? Are you doing anything? I, I really desperately want to, and there are some sort of loose plans, but there's nothing concrete yet, so I'm, I'm really trying to nail something down. What, what are you doing? Well, me and Jenna have been uh, trying for the longest period of time to find a hotel or uh, an Airbnb in in London where we can sort of, you know, because Jenna's never done London on New Year's um, with oh, right, all the fireworks okay. and whatnot. I have, um, 
and yeah. it, it is a nice atmosphere. I must say, it is a really good, fun atmosphere. Yes, it's packed and it's busy, but everyone's out having a good time. We're all celebrating. Everyone's in a really good mood, and it's a nice feeling. Uh, but we, for whatever reason, just cannot find anything. We can't, everything's booked up. We're like, you know, there's no room at the inn. Mm. There's nothing yeah, going on. It's so expensive as well. Yeah, it's going to be expensive, but... Um, yeah, so uh, hopefully we've we've figured out what we're going to do. So I don't actually know at the point of recording. To um, be fair, when me and my friends were talking about it, the one thing I specifically said was I don't want to be standing out in the cold in London. <laughs> like that was my one condition. No. Like, just put me inside somewhere where there's warmth and a bar and or something like that. I'm fine, but I don't like the 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 thought of going to the London Eye. Like just repulses me. Oh, that's fair. Um, but when you're wrapped up and it's warm and. You know, it's, it's it's all right. It's all right. Anyway. Yeah, but then, like, you start the year trying to get home. And get <laughs> that's not how I want to start the year. Well, that's why we were looking for a hotel, but struggling. That makes sense. Anyway. Um, anyway. It is become a bit of a tradition now, and I absolutely fucking love this. I was just saying to James before we started, these are my favourite episodes. I've really liked doing these. Um, we have our New Year quiz. Uh, we've got a few things coming up in this episode. We've got a big quiz. We've got some questions from you guys. Uh, we've got some facts about the show. And then we're going to thank those who support us over on Patreon as well at the end. So, yeah, there's there's quite a lot to unpack here. So, James, you've prepared some questions. I have prepared some questions. Uh, everyone else, you get to play along. So, what I'll do is I'm going to have some music to be playing underneath whilst we ask the questions. Almost, so, you know, like, Ooh, a, like, like a proper quiz. Yeah, like a proper little quiz at game show. Think of it a pub quiz. You can have a little drink whilst you're, you're playing the game. I've got a can of Pepsi because it's not New Year yet. Uh, but we can have a no, drink whilst we play. Water somewhere. <laughs> so water is. <laughs> you air up. Um, right, so. I love an air up. Let's. Wh- who wants to start? Do you want to start or should I start, James? Should we do so your I questions like just... first? I just feel like if we go one 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 one, so we can kind of like, and I'll keep score on my phone. So mm. like, you ask, I ask, you ask, I ask, and I'll keep score. And if you're playing along at home, you can have thirty questions to answer. Me and Ryan only have fifteen each because we obviously can't answer our own questions. Because I hope you've got the answers next to your questions. I don't have Otherwise fifteen we'll be... questions. <laughs> How many questions have you got? I've got one, two, <clears throat> nine. Not. <laughs> Well, you didn't even do ten. Who the fuck does a nine-question quiz? <laughs> to be fair, I sent you a message saying do fifty nine questions. Yeah. That's so weird. Well, how did you get to nine and think, oh, that that's good? That's a uh, good amount of questions. I, I I think I got to nine and I was like, I am struggling to think of more questions that I don't know the answers to myself, and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to do the homework. So for once, I've not done my homework. I've not- nine questions. <laughs> <laughs> Ten, I'd understand. I'm like, oh, he just didn't, he didn't, he didn't get the message. But nine is a weird number. Yeah. So uh, okay, we'll do your nine questions. <laughs> you pick your favourites and you can cut some out of yours. Uh, right. How do you want to do this? Do you want to go you first? Are we going to do one, one on one? You can go first because you've let the side down. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. So everyone, are you ready to start the quiz? Uh, if you have been listening, if you need to catch up. Uh, there may be some spoilers for some answers, um, but I hope you are all caught up and I hope you've been listening because you will need to know a lot of these. Um, I've just realised I've written some questions that the listeners are just never going to get because they don't know um, because it's not like related to episodes. Some of these are related to like the history of TWPD, but they are in a way. Are they, they actually? Aren't... Okay. Yeah. And some of them are like, well, say it was some one. It, it, there's like an answer that is relevant if you like, you know, the backstory to the show and we could talk about it a little bit more. So, 
Right, okay. So all, all of mine are specific about episodes. All right, cool. Let's get mine out of the way then. Let's get my nine done. <laughs> Question number one. What nicknames did Napoleon give to Josephine's foof? You get uh, a point for each one. I just remember being fucking horrified. The Black Forest, was that one? Ding, ding, ding. Black Forest is one of them. Can you remember the other one? That's the one that really grossed me out. (laughs) The other one was kind of... Has it got the word little in it? Nope. You have the first no. one has little in it. Oh, was it Little Black Forest? Right, that's why I'm getting confused. Oh, um, oh, it's it's like a it's like a rank, isn't it? It's a. Uh, <clears throat> oh, this is really gonna piss me off. It's 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 a it's a really weird little pet name. Yeah. It's not Admiral, I don't think. What was it? You know what? Time's up. Time's <laughs> up. Time's up. You you tell Time us the up. answer. All right, Baron de Capin. Baron, I wouldn't have got to Kepin, but Baron, okay. Is that, what Baron do I get, a half point for getting half of that? No, you get one point for getting one question right. <laughs> one answer, sorry. Okay, well, that's very kind of you, because some of my answers are, are like, you need to listen to things, and if you don't get them all, you're not getting a point. Ugh. Right, yes, yeah, so, uh, nicknames, Napoleon gave to Josephine's food, Little Black Forest and Baron de Kepin. Question number two. This is more for just you. What was the name right. of the production company we first started under as TWPD? <laughs> uh, say What Media. Ding, ding. What spelled W-O-T. <laughs> yeah, say What Media. Well done, you get one point. Um, should we, when we talk about, because I was like, oh, should I talk about Say What Media? And I, was, I had a little look. They don't fucking exist anymore. ZZ's like not No, fucking... I, I stalked him on LinkedIn a while ago. He's yeah. Not doing much. <laughs> so for, for context, I don't know if anyone does know, but like I got in contact with a guy who was like oh you can do a podcast and you get paid like 30 grand and i was like what what like per year like that would be your salary and then he was like oh and then when i actually met him he was like fair enough that's naive of me but if i if i wasn't so naive mm. we wouldn't have the show today but he was like oh um yeah no 30 grand is not your salary it's a, a potential earnings blah 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 if you know when we blow up and i'm like okay all right i kind of would yeah. still like to do a podcast though so i'm 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 in and then, yeah, the guy whipped out a contract after we'd done four episodes and wanted, like, 80% of everything we make in future. And I was like, get fucked. <laughs> yeah, he wanted the IP as well. I remember lying in bed, like, you rang me about it and was like... Because I think we briefly mentioned to each other at some point. Because by this time, I think we'd already started doing, like, the offside rule as well, which is, like, a football podcast that we tried to do, which yeah. Ryan sent me a picture of earlier. It was actually quite funny. <laughs> um, and then we met up... We met with Z and all of that lot in his little office, and then we went away and we sat in a Weatherspoons by Charing Cross, I think. I can't remember. Mm. And discussed what we wanted to do. So yeah. that's that was the birth of it all in 20, a, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Dude was a con man. But yeah, here we are. Four he was a years massive on. con man. He also had two sound guys who came with like their own equipment and everything and like edited for us, recorded everything for us, and he promised that he'd pay them, and he just didn't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love. I, I was listening back, so when I was putting all of our episodes, going through and like uploading everything onto our Patreon, um, which if you don't know, all, all the episodes are ad free on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you can hear uh, our sound guys in like the first couple of episodes because you know we we wanted to be able to talk to them and ask some questions and yeah, yeah, Google things for us as we went. So it's quite a fun little 
thing. I also back. remember distinctly in one of the first episodes, there was a massive pause. And I was like, oh, they'll edit that out. And I listened back and they didn't. So <laughs> Yeah, they were useless. Anyway, right, let's go to question number three. Um, according to your article on our website, what, oh, fuck. what did the Celts call Halloween? Oh, no. I do this, I write things, I read things, I say things, I relay information to other people, and then I just don't fucking take it in. This was only like... A couple of months ago. A month and a bit ago? Yeah. Halloween. Samhain. Samhain is correct. Well done, you got it. Oh, that. boom. <laughs> One point, Samhain. Yes, the Celts called Halloween Samhain. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, do check out some of the articles on our website because James um, takes a lot of time sitting there writing them and um, they're genuinely really good. Um, in, and I, I hop in there every now and then, but I'm, I'm not a writer. So, yeah. Now, according to our latest documentary on Patreon, canonically, how many victims Jack, uh, of Jack the Stripper are there? Now, uh, if you haven't seen it, please do head over to the Patreon uh, to check out that video. Um, and you'll you'll know why James is struggling with this one because it's actually my line in the documentary. But I remember exactly where we were when we recorded it. <laughs> we were standing in the fucking alleyway with that coffee shop where people kept queuing and you were walking towards me. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly where we recorded it. I can tell you everything that happened in, as we were saying it. Five. It is six. Oh, fuck, it was one or the other. <laughs> Yes, canonically there are six, but there are arguably two more. <laughs> there, yes, there are. Go and listen to the documentary. That documentary was hell on earth to fucking record. <laughs> so please go and watch it. Yeah. Now, without checking our socials, what does Mother Teresa have on her T-shirt in our artwork for the episode? It's something to do with Jesus. Is it? Is it just I love Jesus? Nope. No. It's something to do with Jesus. Jesus's little girl, Jesus's baby girl, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus's little girl is better than what we have. No, uh, it is property of Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew Jesus. Jesus was involved somewhere. Jesus's little girl is brilliant, though. All right, next question. How many people does Pedro Rodriguez Filio claim to have killed in his lifetime? Oh no. A lot. A lot. It's a lot. I'm gonna go 120. Do you know what? I will give you a point for this because there is no definitive number. It's just 100 plus. Okay. He goes 100 okay. I'll plus. I'll take it. He might. It might be 120. We don't know. It could be. Could be. Um. So next question: What was the name of Charlie Lawson's wife? who he murdered on Christmas Day, 1929. Her name was Fanny Manring. <laughs> Correct. Fanny Manring. That's a name that is never going to leave me, ever, because it's, <laughs> it's ter so sad what happened to her, but what a name. I know, I know. And do you know what? We we found that so funny at the time, and it was it's just rude. <laughs> This is such a disturbing episode in which laughing at this woman's name who got brutally murdered. I know. And not only her, like he murders his children, everything, and then he kills himself. And we were like, Fanny Manring. <laughs> but with respect, she is called Fanny Manring, so. Yeah. All right. I have two more questions. So, number eight. I like this one. Dr. Harvey Kellogg 
was a big fan of enemas in his time. But what was it that he shot inside your butt? Yogurt. Correct! It's yogurt. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I should be yeah. leaving gaps for these. <laughs> I'm going to leave gaps. Uh, yes, correct. Yogurt. He used yogurt-filled enemas, which we found. He was such a strange dude. That was a weird episode, man. That was weird. You yeah. sit there eating your fucking Cocoa Pops, thinking about... Is Cocoa Pops Kellogg's? I feel like it is. I think it is, isn't it? I know. Either way, cornflakes, crunchy nut. I don't know. Got cornflakes, yeah. All because as well, and he wanted like cereal that he wanted it to be couldn't... bland, so you didn't get sexually aroused. Yeah, that's right. But I just had a curry. I had a really nice curry about half an hour ago, and I was eating it, thinking this is really tasty. At no point did I want to fuck it. <laughs> Not like American pie. <laughs> no. Well, don't put your dick in a pie. Yeah. Now my last question. Your ninth question. My in a nine question <laughs> quiz. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. No. Yeah, well. In our episode on Armin Mivis, he almost gets out of a murder charge based on a curious loophole in German law. Can you tell me the name of the morbid game show we came up with based on this? Totschlag or Mord? Totschlag or Mord, correct. Yeah, we love Totschlag or Mord. We need to get merch with that. You can never go to Germany wearing it because they'd be like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed Touch Lago Maud uh, a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed... Just when I wrote that, I, I just had like, in my head, you know, like um, a Mitchell and Webb sort of uh, sketch. <laughs> That's mm. how I had it in my head. Uh, but yes, correct. Yeah. The answer is Touchlug or Maud. Uh, how many did you get? I have not been keeping count. Five. Five out of nine. It's over half. Well done. Or is it? <laughs> it's over half a nine question quiz. Would be Correct. half if it was a ten question quiz. All right. So I'm I'm so right. I'm going to do all fifteen of mine because I I wrote them. I did what we said we were going to do. So it's happening. <laughs> you put the work in. All right. Let's everyone go to round two, uh, where you'll have fifty more questions, and next up will be me answering them. Are you ready for your first question? I am ready. Throwing it back to one of our first ever episodes on the first day that we recorded, in which decade did J.R.R. Tolkien publish The Hobbit? Ooh, that's good. I'm going with the 1920s. 1930s. Damn. Do you know what it was? The correct 1937. 1937, that's quite late in the 30s as well. Mm. I, I thought it was like, I knew it was like early 1900s, but well, it's not early 1900s, it's almost mid, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. mm. Difficult one to start, I think. Oh. That's why I went decade, not specific year, because that would be really harsh. Question two. What religion did the Cabri family follow? Oh, damn. Uh, they're going to be like... Because they built homes as well, didn't they? They built like an entire yeah, village Yeah, yeah, they built a whole so lot of community. They're like about, you know, people coming together. It's not going to be one of the big ones, is it? It's like a branch of one of the big ones. Are they like... Are they like... Um, hmm. I've got to kind of think of the word. Uh, 
They were Quakers. Ah, Quakers. I was going to say Seventh Day yeah. Adventists, but that's what Harvey no, Kellogg no, no. was. Quakers. That's why Bourneville, where the Cadbury factory is, and you can go visit it. It's a whole. It's very commercialised now. It's pretty shit. Um, owned by Merlin, so it says a lot. Uh, the town has no bars, pubs, or anything. Doesn't serve alcohol because Quakers don't serve oh, alcohol. Right. And obviously, they built the entire town. There we go. Makes sense. Okay, this one's a little bit easier. I think I've got a mixed bag. Some are hard, some are not. If you don't get it now, I'm sorry. Question three: What was Blackbeard's real name? Oh, easy. I know that one. I know that one. Edward Teach. Edward Teach. And if you are listening, I'll also accept Edward Thatch because that is how some of it is written. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a point for Ryan. Finally. Question number four. From which German city's coat of arms did Enzo Ferrari get his inspiration for the famous Ferrari logo? Because uh, he got it because there was a friend of his, wasn't it? It was a friend of his was who a, was a pilot. He was a German fighter pilot, yeah. Yeah, and the family allowed him to use the family crest, which was the white horse. Yeah, so it's, it's the it yellow a, horse. You've got the... Is it Stuttgart? It is Stuttgart. Yeah. Because I, I, I went to Stuttgart and I sent you a picture of it on the wall from where I was standing. Yes. So it is Stuttgart. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you remember seeing a picture. There you go. Question number five. How many people is Harold Shipman said to have killed? Oh, dear. The world's most boring serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Was it like 200 something? Can I get like a. I'll r- round it up to like the nearest tenth, whatever. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say 220. 250. 250. Yeah, because they're just yeah, old biddies that he's just giving them extra drugs. But to. again, it's one of them that an exact number can't be determined because who knows? Yeah. I mean, your deaths, man, they're, they're hard. Yeah, he was the most prolific serial killer of all time, and the story is just so underwhelming. Mm. Go and listen to the episode. Uh, question six. Name all of Henry VIII's wives in order. <laughs> all right, okay, okay. Uh, divorced, beheaded, died. <laughs> that doesn't count, does it? That one's not going to help you. <laughs> <name's>. <laughs> all right, so the first one is Catherine of Aragon, the Spaniard. It- Mm-hmm. Um, of yep. which he has married him. It doesn't matter. Um, second is Anne Boleyn. It is. Third is... Hmm. Catherine Parr. I'll Damn. give you another go. Keep going. But it's not Catherine Parr. Uh, I mean, is it... Uh, Anne of Cleves? No. Hmm. Can you just uh, name them? Just name all of them. Okay, all right. So you've got Catherine two more American, to name. Anne Boleyn, Anne of Cleves. Uh, who did I say? Catherine. You've Parr. said Catherine Parr. Um, wasn't there like a Lady Jane, Sarah Jane, or whatever? Sarah Jane is a character from Doctor Who, but there is someone <laughs> called Jane. But what's her surname? Oh Christ, uh, Jane Seymour. Yep, one more. Seymour Butts. Um, and there's another Catherine in there. No. Damn. Uh, what's the beginning? Have you done all the Catherines actually? You've done Catherine of Aragon and Catherine Parr. No, there is one more. Did you just... wait? I'm so sorry. Go through them again. Have I got confused? Which ones uh, haven't you got? Catherine of Aragon, 
Catherine yep. Parr. Yep. Uh, Jane Seymour. Yep. Anne Boleyn, you've uh, done as well. Anne Boleyn. Anne of Cleves. Yep. Oh, okay, so there is one more. And it's a Catherine. It is a Catherine. Hmm. Give me His the penultimate first wife. letter. H. No, no, I ain't got it. Catherine Howard. Howard, damn. Yeah, so in order, it's Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn, Jane Seymour, Anne of Cleves, Catherine Howard, Catherine Parr. Hmm, all right. Okay, question seven. What was the battle that Bonnie Prince Charlie and the Jacobite Rebellion was ended once and for all by the British or English, shall I say as well? Is it like Battle of Culloden? It is, it is exactly the Battle of Culloden. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Honestly, if you look, could see my face I pulled when he went, what was the battle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't. I had no I've, way I was getting that. That's another one that I've been to the battlefield. I think yeah. I probably sent you pictures from it as we well. We have. We've got a picture of that, um, the big stone mound that set the battlefield yeah, yeah, yeah. on the socials. So go check that out. I'm fa- yeah, I'm fairly sure we've got a, have we did an article on it. I don't know. Anyway. Which football team did Bert Troutman play for for the majority of his career until retirement? Man City. It is Man City. That was a nice, easy one. <laughs> that was a nice, easy one, yeah. This one might be a bit harder. In what year did Adolf Hitler become Chancellor of Germany? Ooh, good one. Um, is it 1930... Six. It's not. It's earlier, isn't it? 19, 1933. Damn. Yeah, it's a lot earlier than most people think. It's a lot. Uh, 1936 is the Munich uh, Olympic Games, isn't it? Yeah. No, mm. Munich, sorry, what am I on about? Berlin Olympic Games. I'm, I'm listening to a, a, another documentary at the moment, and it talks about the Munich Olympic Games in like the 70s, where there's the awful oh, terrorist yeah. incidents. That's why it's on my mind. Anyway, yeah. sorry, carry on. Question 10. Desmond Doss was famous for how he saved many lives in World War II despite refusing to wield a gun. What movie was produced in 2016 about his life? Ooh, you know what? It's a good movie as well. It's a really good movie. Hacksaw Ridge. It is Hacksaw Ridge. Starring Andrew Garfield and directed by Mel Gibson. So at the end, there's some weird religious stuff going on. Yeah. That's what Mel Gibson does. Mm. Okay, another easy one coming up. Joseph Mengele had a pretty sinister nickname for his work in the concentration camps. What was the nickname? He is the Angel of Death. He is the Angel of Death. That guy's fucking... Ugh. You went through a phase was, of doing yeah, a I lot of Nazis. <laughs> we did. We had a big Nazi period. But that was a, that was a two-parter, Joseph Mengele. I'd highly recommend going and listen to those. Those are interesting episodes. Question 12. Who discovered Tutankhamun's tomb? Ooh. I wonder if we'll ever do an episode on the guy. Um, Howard something? Yeah. Howard something. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I can't think of it. Howard Webb? That, Howard Webb's a referee, um, so no. <laughs> head, head of PGMOL, uh, what is on with fucking Michael Owen? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the first letter of his surname? 
C. Mm, no, that's not helped me at all. Uh, no. Howard Carter. Carter, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is heavily involved in the two and Car Moon episode. The episode's mostly about Car, I think. I can't remember. That was a, that was when we were recording in person, would you believe it or not? Yeah, that's why I can't remember it. <laughs> okay, now this one is a very easy one, but maybe this one's more for the listeners. I expect you to get this straight away. Uh-huh. Diogenes, an all-round legend, once allegedly told a famous leader to get out of his way because he was blocking the sun. Who was that leader? Hey, yes. <laughs> I, 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 do you know what? I've got Diogenes later. I'll talk about uh, Alexander the Great. It is Alexander the Great, who deserves an episode of his own. So oh, I imagine yeah, for that sure. will come one day. Yeah, dude is dude has got a crazy life. Good old Diogenes. Question 14. For our first birthday, we did an episode on Sugar Man, a musician from the US who had no idea that he was a big success in South Africa. What is Sugarman's real name? Ooh, that is a really good question. Yeah. So what's the man's name that we did an episode on? Begins <sighs> uh, with R, doesn't it? His surname does. But Rodriguez, something Rodriguez. It's something Rodriguez, yeah. Hmm. Uh. Oh, give me a letter. Oh, I've just seen... This is quite sad. I just Googled him, sorry. And he passed away in August 2023. Oh, wow. There you are. I heard it here first. That's sad. Not long ago. Uh, His S. Hmm. Oh, wait. It's like um six something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Oh, I don't know how to say any more. So. What's, what sound would come after six that makes it like sort of sound like a name? Sixes? No. Oh my god, no. Yeah, because it's like uh, it's like a a native name of sorts, isn't it? I think so. I don't know. Uh, okay. No. Sixu. Six. Sixto. Sixto Rodriguez. Sixto Rodriguez. Yeah. What a dude. Yeah. Died in August. That's really sad. Mm. That went under the radar. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, final question of my quiz. Although Julius Caesar was never an emperor of Rome, he did award himself a very prestigious title. What was the title? Uh, are we referring to dictator for life? Uh, that was what I had on my answer card, excellent, yes. Excellent, excellent. Love that. 
I um, okay. <laughs> I brought this up. I had my work Christmas dinner lunch thing the other day, and we were doing a quiz there. And um, uh, I'd brought up that my favourite pub quiz question that's always wrong, even though they give it as a right answer, is who is the first Roman emperor? Um, mm. And and everyone at my table, bar one person, went, I don't know. <laughs> I went, right, that's completely thrown out my argument that everyone always says Caesar because none of you fucking yeah. got an answer. Um, but then I went, uh, Augustus, because Caesar isn't at all on the fact. And, and someone went, oh, I don't know if that's true. I went, no, it is. I'm telling you it is. It is absolutely true. Uh, Augustus was Caesar's nephew. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure that's right." I was like, "Right." That, he was okay, quite fine. literally a dictator, but yeah. he titled himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did I do? Uh, you got eight out of fifteen. Hey, that's not bad. Just over half. Excellent. And I got just over half on a nine-question quiz, so we're both m- mediocre at this. Do you know what? I just th- above average. I thought I would do a lot worse than that because we've done questions before, and I've done terribly. And we 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 joked earlier um, before we recorded that like there's there's obviously you spend a lot of time writing these episodes and you have to become a mini expert in a lot of the things that we're about to talk about when we do the episodes but once i've done the episode i've recorded it edited it done it's out of the way i'm thinking of the next one now so i haven't got enough yeah. i haven't got enough room to sort of like keep all this information in um i am not the internet um so i, I love it when get... people come up to me like at work or just out and about i say out and about like we're famous just like when people come up to me about the podcast and ask me oh i love this episode what do you think about blah 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 I, I I don't know what you're talking about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> because they've clearly just listened to it and have the information like exactly. right there, ready to go. And for us, I was like, that was two years ago. I've, I've no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, spot on, spot on. <laughs> right. Uh, I, how did you do, listeners? How did you get on? Did you do better than us? Um, naturally, because you had all the questions. So how did you get on? Let us know how you got on with the quiz. Um you guys 24 uh, question quiz yeah 24 question quiz (laughs) uh we asked you guys to send us in some questions um we've never done this before properly um so no i liked it it was good yeah um it was very last minute as well so thank you very much to everyone who did send in your questions i've not named everyone just you know just to save them time um but um thank you very much for your questions so let's go through some of these um and some of these are quite, you know, there's some thought going into some of these questions. So we had to little go away and have a think about some of them. Um, but let's start off with the first one we've got here, which is, what's your favourite Christmas memories? Bloody hell. What's my favourite Christmas memories? You know what? My favourite Christmas memory is like, it's so mundane, but for me, it just makes me feel really happy. It's after Christmas lunch at my grandparents, because we always go to my grandparents. And my nan cooks a banging roast. Christmas dinner and then we we sit down afterwards and it's the only time of year I see my cousins and like my aunt from London um and we don't do it anymore but I used to every year get a Guinness Book of World Records and Mm. we'd sit there and all of us would just go through the Guinness Book of World Records and just be amazed at what people had done in the previous year and that for me is just like it's just so nice I just really like that memory that is really nice I like that a lot I used to get the Guinness Book of Records every year as well um mine is uh I don't know how old I am, but I'm quite young. I've probably been five, six, and um, I'm sat at the table in the kitchen, and just to the right is an alcove, and so it goes from the kitchen to the living room. And I can see through the alcove on the TV is uh, the music channels playing, 
and on the music channel is uh, Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day played by Wizard and that's playing on like full blast going off yeah. and I'm just sat there at the table whilst my mum's in the kitchen getting the dinner ready and I'm looking over and I can hear the song I can see it on the telly and that's that's a very very vivid memory for me as a kid and Every time I hear that song, it takes me straight back to that moment. So that's my favourite. Mm. It's Christmas amazing what little, like little moments you remember. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, love that. Thank you for that question. Um, what's one place you'd love to go to film a podcast documentary if budget was no option? One place. Yeah. We could we could talk about this for hours. There's and lots hours of places. Yeah. Real things off. Um, if if money was just no object. Mm. It would have to be abroad because I feel like everything in the UK is quite accessible. Yeah. Well, I've got mine ready to go. Okay, um, you go. I've got a couple. Obviously, Japan is on is on on the uh, on the list, um, just because there's so many cool, interesting things there. But I've just I just want to go there for a holiday anyway. Um, yeah. But it ties in with a question we had uh, later on. Um, I've got Berlin. Um, to go and look okay. at some World War Two sort of stories and documentary bits, and no, that'd be really cool. You've still got like the Führerbunker, um, which is just now a car park. Um, I'd love to like yeah. go there. You've got the Jewish monument there. Um, there's so much history. The museums are fantastic. Yeah, Berlin Wall. Berlin sorts. Wall. Um, I love Berlin. It's a fantastic city, and I think we'd have so much. There's so much stuff to do there. Yeah. No, I like that answer. I think. For me, I'm instantly drawn towards Italy because there's so much to do in Italy. But then having just been there and I've got this limited amount of money, maybe I want to go somewhere else. Uh, if money was no object, Machu Picchu. Ooh, very good. That would be fucking... Because not only would the documentary just be really cool, I just really want to go. So if this podcast is going to pay for me to go, mm. then Nice. Well, there you are, everyone. If you'd like us to go to Machu Picchu or Berlin, <laughs> which I think yeah. one of them is. I feel more... like Berlin might be a yeah, Berlin might be a bit more accessible because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Birmingham Airport right by me is set up like EasyJet. I've now got a hub in Berlin and Birmingham, so maybe, maybe let's go to Berlin. Uh, right, next one. Uh, what serial killer, dead or alive, would you like to interview, and why? Do you have yours? So I've gone with Pedro Rodriguez Filio, who we uh, did an okay. episode on fairly recently yeah. and was a, an answer earlier, um, only because this guy, once he came out of prison, turned YouTuber, right? And yeah, he yeah. was game for jumping on podcasts. And I, there are he's been on quite a few. I would love to have had the opportunity to sit and just like ask him straight up, like, why did you kill your dad? Like, how did you feel when you did it? And I feel like he'd be well yeah. up for talking about it because it's all good saying, oh... I'll have, I don't know, Ted Bundy. Yeah, but does Ted Bundy yeah. want to talk to you? Do you know what I mean? Like, and and some of some yeah, Ted yeah, Bundy sure. probably would. To be fair, he's, he talked a lot. But there might be some that are like, nah, don't really want to talk to you. Okay. Okay. So in this scenario, is there like a genie, and I tell the genie who I want, and he just like magics the person in front of me? Yes. Jack the Ripper. Oh, that's good. Because then at that point, I can look him in the eyes and go, there you are, you bastard. Would you still want that, but you can't see who he is? Yeah, yeah, I'll still, I'll still talk to him, talk for sure. To him. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a good answer, Jack the Ripper. Now, after doing three episodes on the Mormons, 
would you go see the Book of Mormon show? Yes, <laughs> I have. Yeah, hundred percent. I've seen yeah, it, and it's one of the musicals I've wanted to see in a long for a long time. I've seen it a couple of times, and I must say, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm not really is, one for musicals. The, made by guys who do South Park, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made by yeah, the guys so you know, who do you know South it's going to be a good time. Um, it is a good time. I'm not really one for musicals, but this is like one that I've I've gone back to see and will happily go see yeah. again. Um, I think it's fantastic, and the fact that the guys that wrote um, South Park have kind of got permission from the mormon church to write the whole thing mm. so they wrote it went over to them and said like this is what we want to do what do you think um i quite like that the mormons are in on the joke they are not yeah, yeah, the yeah. butt of the joke they are part of the joke we are laughing along with them absolutely fantastic show really really cool loved it i mean the south park episodes on mormons as well are fucking great yeah um now this next question i think is fairly easily done if you just have a little look at our black back catalog but have you done the black dahlia no, but it is on the list because it's a fascinating you see, case. When we got this one, I was I'm not I hold my hands up, I didn't know what it was, so I googled it and it looks very interesting. It's very interesting. And I think it's unsolved still, isn't it? So yeah, fascinating. Yeah, that's case. what I said, yeah. Um Right, what historical figure influenced you the most personally? Now I found this one really tricky. <laughs> yeah. That's actually really That's a really tricky one. Now, I, if I'm honest, don't have a particular person, but I was trying to think of like what what kind of what embodies a bit of me. What's a bit like me, and you know, hmm. you know, dictators, kings, all that kind of stuff. Nah, just that's not really me. But I was like, you strip it down, like my essence. Like, what is it? And I was just, I'm inquisitive. Like, I just want to know everything. And I was like, oh, hmm. philosophers, just put one down. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Diogenes, why not? <laughs> Because this guy was living it large, <laughs> as free as a bird. Yeah, I quite like that about him. I, th- I think for philosophers as well, Marcus Aurelius. I know his books can be often misconstrued by, especially like Andrew Tate loving people. Um, but I think his works are quite interesting. I've got his book over there actually. I've been reading it and Seneca's, which I haven't got to yet. But it's really interesting. Um, yeah. Stoicism and all that. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Marcus Aurelius has influenced me that much. I'm trying to think of someone really practical who's literally built the fucking country that I live in. Um, so probably someone like Hadrian or one of the Roman emperors who came and built roads, I guess, has heavily influenced my life because I now live in England where the Romans brought so much stuff to us. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking very literal there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, but char- character-wise, I, don't, I, don't, I genuinely don't think I have one. No, I don't think I do either, which is why I think philosophers is is something I'm, it, it sort of vibes with me a bit more because I've got a, um, yeah. a couple of books on that philosophy and philosophy 101 and that kind of stuff, and that's a bit mm. of me. Thank you for that. Um, are you going to do another episode on Hitler during the right. war? Right. When this one came up, I was like, immediately, yes, I am. So I look back, and the last one we did was in August 2020, which was part four, and I think it ended just at the outbreak of the war. I don't know if it was when he invaded Czechoslovakia or if it was September 1st when he did Poland. But either way, because one person has asked for it, yes, I will. I'll write Adolf Hitler part five three years (laughs) later. My my answer to that was... um, Because obviously, you know, 
what you we don't know what we're going to write most of the time we just say oh what have you got and then we, we tell each other so it's not like we plan yeah. these out or anything um so i wasn't sure whether you'd want to go down that route and i was like it's on it's on like the back burner sure but whether we do it or not i don't know um but i was thinking it would be really cool to get on the show a historian who knows the era a bit better and talk to them about okay. his wartime no, yeah that'd be interesting um, yeah so you know that that might be something we can look into going forward. We obviously we've done similar with Terry Wade. Talk about Jack the Ripper. It'd be great to yeah. get the opportunity to sit with a historian and talk more on, you know, Hitler's war. No, we'll look into that. Yeah, maybe maybe this is dreaming a little bit, but maybe if we can somehow find the money in the next year, we can tie in with your dream documentary location and go to Berlin and do some shit. That'd be nice. Let's get Dan that Snow. Nice. Well, yeah. Well, I'll message him on TikTok. Yeah. Do you know what? Let's message Dan Snow and see what we get. Uh, <laughs> now I, I like this one because um, this is kind of philosophical in a way would you rather be shot 100 years in the future or 100 years in the past right so when this question first came in I read it very literally and I thought well I don't want to be shot at all <laughs> yeah. but then I messaged the person who, and it was do you want to be transported 100 years into the future or in the past um, I have quite a definitive answer on this and it's future and I'll tell you for why because if you or I get transported 100 years back to 1923 by the, when World War Two rolls around, we're fucked. So I don't want to be part of that. Like I have no interest in living through World War Two at all. So 100 might, years in the future, please. I might just about skip it, you know. You might, I, but your house is still going to get bombed. So That is true. That is true. And I live down at South East, where I am hot topic, where I'm hot target. Exactly. Right um, but yeah, yeah, what am I? I'm 100 30. years in the future, we might all be dead, so... I don't know, but you've got to take your chances, haven't you? Maybe the world got better. Yeah, we hope. <laughs> Gre- yeah, Greta Thunberg's crossed. like granddaughter is like still running around dodging school. Yeah. Um, no, I like that question. I I'm with you. I think I, it would be better to go a hundred years in the future because although. But if you the was past... if the question was like five hundred years, I'd be more inclined to go back. I yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because whilst the past is fascinating and interesting, they don't have plumbed toilets. So that would be a problem. No, they don't. No, or the internet, or like, I can't sit there on TikTok every night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, um, that, that's about all the questions. So um, thank you very much to everyone who sent us questions. Honestly, uh, it really means the world to us. Um, it's just nice to have uh, a different type of question on there, to be honest. Uh, if you have more, if you want to know a bit more about us, just send us uh, questions. And what we'll do is we'll collate a load of them and then we'll, we'll do we'll do like another Q&A uh sometime in the new year um but yeah thank you very much for sending them keep sending them in now let's do um the bit that i find the most fascinating of all let's round out the year let's talk about the facts um where we talk about what uh, what you're listening to who are you all that kind of stuff so let's get on with it shall we um where are you listening to us from where is everybody from now uh historically we have had a very big audience in America, not in the UK. It's always been USA first, mm. UK second. Um, that has swapped over. We are now nice. big in the UK, which is amazing. So almost half of our listeners are homegrown. Nice. We love the UK. Represent. Rep, rep. Uh, big up the UK. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those where, like, you know, America's got a big podcast market, which is great. But the UK has not. And in the last couple of years, it's started to blow up more, which is why you've got every Tom, Dick, and mm. Harry. Anyone who has like anyone who's been on the telly or is somewhat fucking know it, knowable 
has a podcast yeah. and the fact that we mm-hmm. have you know fairly consistently been in like you know um around the sort of the top 100 in the uk for documentary mm. podcasts up there with like you know simon whistler um history hit things like that um absolutely fucking wild that's crazy so i i think as well that because of i think our, our style of we're quite i'm not gonna say funny i'm not gonna suck our own dicks but like <laughs> the way we talk to each other i think is very british and i think people in america maybe quite find it quite abrasive perhaps i don't know we laugh at things that perhaps shouldn't be laughed at and i think that's just very british of us so yeah. i think we appeal to more british audiences but for those americans who do not mind us laughing at fanny man ring and people being killed um you're more than welcome there is a dark humor and i think to be fair we've had a couple of um reviews on the show and please do review us because it does help out it really does um we've had a few reviews and uh where they're saying the thing that they really like about the show is just how laid back and sort of easygoing it is and we can be talking about some really hard heavy hitting stuff uh historical things that can be quite uh hard to digest and i think the way we talk about it is in a nice easy way um i think is just really easy to listen to so um yeah thank you very much everyone um so yeah the united kingdom is our top uh united states is second on the list so hello everyone from the uh, u.s uh number three is australia uh we kind of knew that coming in because we know that the english-speaking market for us is a big one (laughs) yeah uh number four which is interesting is belgium that's so interesting that's i've never been to belgium which is which is i'll tell you what's crazier in september we had less than a hundred listeners from there right we've now got over Mm. 600 since september the fuck has happened hello belgium Um, hello belgium who are you uh (laughs) what's going on i mean it's this is all until we do an episode on like Leopold or something and we just lose those. That is on the list. I have asked that it's been put up on there. On the, if you go on the Patreon, you can vote for episodes and Leopold has appeared on there a couple of times. So it will get on there yeah. some point. Uh, and number five is Canada. So hello to all our Canadians. Um, some notable mentions are Sweden, Denmark, Norway. So my Scandi family are listening. Uh, we've got New Zealand and the Netherlands, which is fun. So there you are. That's where everyone's listening to us from. Now, what are you listening to us on? Now, number one, Spotify. Everyone's listening to us on Spotify, basically. Half of all listens are coming from Spotify. So come on, Spotify, sign us up. Uh, we'll do like Joe Rogan, sign us up for a couple of million dollars and we'll be grand. Uh, number two, Apple Podcasts. Number three, Google Podcasts. Number four, Amazon Music. Who are you? Who the fuck uses Amazon Music? No, I'm not having a go at you, but that's just me being surprised. I want names. Who's using Amazon Music? But Amazon Music comes with Prime, doesn't it? So I imagine most of us have it. Or is it a separate thing? I've never looked into it. I've never looked into it. All I know is that we're on it. (laughs) I've never done anything else to it. Hello, Amazon. That's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. Um, Right, now let's get to the good stuff, all right? Let's talk about what's your favourite episode. Because traditionally, what is the most favourite listen to episode, James? The Essex boys, for some fucking reason, yep. that is beyond me. And we've never understood It's not a bad why. episode. It's not a bad episode. It's just so niche. I don't understand it. It's very niche, yeah. Um, right, let's go from 10 up to 1, okay? So coming in at number 10, all right? The Marquis de Sar. Oh, people like sex. That's some dirty stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, love, people love the sex. All right, number 9. You're like this one. Bert Troutman. 
Right, okay, so he's also on TikTok. I did an episode, a little one of him on TikTok, and every now and then it just goes a little bit mad. So I feel like I get into the football cycle every now and then, which, like, this is just me having brainwaves. I've been thinking of, like, starting a little separate TikTok account of, like, the history of football, but maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like there's a market there for historical football. Mm. Yeah, probably. Let's get in on it. Let's do another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, number eight, which is an interesting one here, Frederick Douglass. Oh, nice. Okay. Did yeah. that? We did that one for uh, Black History Month, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Number seven, Dr. Crippen. Oh, nice. Bit of a doc- weird episode, but yeah. That was a fun episode. I really enjoyed that. Sort of got like a... I wanted like a... Um, an old old timey Scotland Yard feel to the storytelling there. Mm. Number six, Typhoid Mary. Again, a really interesting episode, but I don't really understand how people find it. They must just like our stuff. Yeah. You don't go on Spotify and type in Typhoid Mary, do you? Yeah. Oh, I've made a mistake here. So, um I said the Marquis de Sar was number ten. The Marquis de Sar is actually number five. It's just it it made it look weird on my screen the Marquis de Sartre oh. is now five because I've got two episodes that are in the same place so there is the, the tenth is actually the right, ninth okay. if that makes sense um, so the Marquis de Sartre is in fifth place sorry the Marquis de Sartre is fifth place now let's talk top five so Marquis de Sartre number five number four Gary Glitter okay that's that's interesting but he's a big name especially in England so the the British uh, listeners like that mm. Yeah, and, and I must say again, great music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three, we have a tie. Oh. Number three, the third most listened to episode for the entire year of 2023 is Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, mm-hmm. and the Essex Boys. Fucking Essex Boys. I don't, and every year it's so consistent. <laughs> it is consistently it- good. <laughs> If you found us via the Essex Boys episode, can you just message us and let us know how that's happened? I'm honestly dying to know. I've been asking for the longest time. It, please tell me, if you like that episode, what is it about that episode that you found absolutely fascinating? Because everyone seems to be buzzing off of it. And it's like a couple of years so... old now. Yeah, and like, I'd never heard of it. I think the only reason you'd heard of it is because you're from the area. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bizarre. Mm. Now, let's get into the top dogs. Number two and number one so number two the second most listened to episode of 2023 is the strange case of gypsy rose blanchard oh no yeah that's it to be expected to be fair that was yeah. that was a big thing she's been released soon or has been i feel like she has it's not oh no it's oh, yeah. it's in it's, a... it's in like january or it's something. imminent it's, yeah it's imminent yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's soon yeah that's crazy yeah um we got a little flack for that at one point um people saying that we were like laughing at you know neurodivergent people and that's not the case <laughs> oh yeah you you went back and listened to the entire episode to make sure everything's fine and i trust you i think people just get angry for the sake of being angry mm. all right you ready to hear what is our most favorite listen episode favorite can i try and guess yes go for it was it an episode that recorded this year yes well yeah because it's the most oh wait sorry yes it is okay I don't know why I said I guess because now I've got to think about what was recorded this year. I probably would have gone Gypsy Rose. Um, it's not going to be any of the Napoleons because they're really new. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't have guessed. Just tell me. I don't know. <laughs> Shamima Begum. 
to be fair, that that no 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 that does make sense. Yeah, again, that one really kicked off. But I think there's a big UK interest in that. I feel like that's our market. We really need to hammer home the UK stories. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I I understand that it's a really interesting story, and everyone's got an opinion on it as well. And not many people sort of know the background of it all. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's been interesting. I know a few people did message us and gave us their opinion as well when when we put it out on socials. Um. And a lot of people were like, "No, I get I get what you're coming from, Ryan, because you were like very anti, and then." I was like quite more a bit more sympathetic, and I think eventually you started to come round to it on another episode. You were like, "I've had a I think. think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, fascinating. So there you go. There are your uh, most favourite listening to episodes uh, of 2023. So yeah, thank you very much, and hopefully next year uh, we can knock the Essex boys out the top ten. <laughs> Maybe if it's there again, I swear to God. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do a documentary on it. If it's there next year, we'll do a full blown documentary. Yeah. On the Essex boys. Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be grand. Uh, right. So, yeah, um, I think that about wraps up the year, actually. So, um, thank you very much for listening. Oh, uh, lastly, sorry, I didn't mention earlier, I would say um, we started a Patreon this year. Um, mm. If you haven't already, um, you can check out our uh, video. We did like a five minute video just sort of uh, pleading, basically, a Patreon plea um, asking for you to support us on Patreon and give you some reasons as to why we'll do that. Um, so we've got some documentaries uh, now on Patreon. Um, we've interviewed some guests um, and stuff like that. Uh, you get the show ad-free over on Patreon, which is always a bonus. Um, but more to the point as well, we've got some other things coming up, like um, Are You Qualified to Say That? It's a show that a separate sideshow that we're working on that will just go on there, and there'll, there'll be small little uh, episodes on there. Uh, we can talk about things that we're definitely not qualified to talk about on the show. So we've got some bits happening over there. Now, um, for those that have joined us over on Patreon, um, it's meant that we have, you know, we can start to make some money. The show can start to support itself even more so because we can we can pay off the distributor. But um, what we want to be able to do is pay off our distributors and then be able to you know save a bit more money so we can start doing things like head out to Berlin at some point um, to do some documentary stuff um, and really sort of push the boat out. So 2024 is all about trying to really push ourselves and make really cool interesting content um that is worth your time really and and your hard-earned cash so um if you would like to support us over on patreon you can do so uh for those that have i'd like to thank barbara steve alexander petroff mike harris dane welch rowan and lisa anderson thank you very much for joining us on patreon um all of your contributions uh have gone a, a massively long way in helping us um just do stuff um and without you it's really hard to do that so thank you very much and mm. like i say if you'd like to head over there and join us there is always a link yeah i think that's our new year's resolution isn't it just do more in general i'd like to get out and film more there is some stuff sort of loosely being planned but it needs to get some stuff nailed down um obviously there's ryan's auschwitz little uh is it a little doc a little footage of auschwitz coming up yeah yeah uh yeah. I've got my Italian stuff, which is just the bad of my life at the minute, but it will come soon. Uh, and then we do want to do more documentaries. I wanted to start writing more stuff as well. I think the goal has always been with this to turn it into a full-time job because it's mm. so difficult to do a nine-to-five and then put like do a five-to-nine on TWDPD. Uh, it is it's tricky. And so like I, th- I feel like I speak for both of us when I say we both go through periods of complete lack of motivation. 
Oh god! So yeah. it's kind of mad that we've like got to four fifth birthday next year. Fucking hell! But it always like makes it worth it when we're out and about in the pouring rain filming. Like that's that's the fun part. It doesn't feel fun at the time, but looking back, it's always the fun part. Yeah, um, and when, so we'd when, love to do more of that. When you see it all put together as well, you go, "Do you know what? That was that was really good. Um, I really it enjoyed that." It. And you know, being able to put it out to you guys and. You know, having you guys rate, review, send us comments, you know, tell us that you liked it, you know, all of that stuff just massively like inspires us and pushes us to carry on. Um, so here's to 2024. Uh, and uh, mm. yeah, thank you very much for joining us for another fantastic year. It's been absolutely brilliant. And thank you once again for joining us. And uh, yeah, bring on 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Have a good one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.